so vain. I'm pretty sure the song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think the song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Today is Wednesday, March 3rd, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of this Joe Batanz, a show where a man seems recently to just talk about illnesses and hypochondria and, and, and anxiety, but that's not going to happen today. I promise. We'll keep it illness-free, anxiety-free, hypochondria-free, and it's all going to happen right here on this Joe Batanz, right here. Like I said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of this Joe Batanz. A show that comes out four times a week, even though I missed yesterday. We're making it up today, Wednesday. There was no Tuesday show. But uh, I figure we'll talk about it. There really isn't much to talk about yesterday, and it all kind of blends together. It's a weird time here. And also, you listen to the tea, and the tea was sort of my update on Tuesday anyway. Um, went to Target today. Well, let's talk about, you know, as per usual, let's talk about waking up. Woke up this morning and, uh, went to, uh, saw my parents in the morning briefly and said, I'm going to go to Sprouts, which is sort of, if you guys don't have Sprouts in your neighborhood, it's kind of like, uh, what if Whole Foods was more, uh, reasonable for the normal person? Like it's a step below Whole Foods. I would say a step above a normal supermarket. And uh, I and th- that we don't have a Whole Foods super close to us, but we have a Sprouts just down the street. And I said, I'm going to go to Sprouts and pick up some spinach. I'll pick up some feta. I'll pick up some uh, olives. And I'm going to pick up some whole wheat bread. And um, because, you know, what's so funny? I said we weren't going to talk about illnesses, but I guess we're going to... in indirectly talk about illnesses here is that um i um you know with the diabetes i'm trying to control the diabetes and i'm being extra i mean i being careful anyway since the big scare a month ago but uh you know what the one thing i didn't say on the t is i uh started the story on the t and as per usual didn't finish the story but i was talking to jay ellis i guess we're getting a little illness here but there's a good side to this i guess when i was talking to jay ellis uh i was like i was just casually because you know that morning actually of my um diagnosis is all i'll say is my my blood sugar has been really good my blood my morning blood sugar has been so good so it was really good that morning. Then I went to the ER, got the diagnosis, and then at night I was taking my evening blood sugar. And I had been a very good boy. And it was alarmingly high. Alarmingly high. This was hours after I'd eaten lunch when I had a very reason. I had a, a roast beef sandwich. That was it. On, a, on like Not like a giant hero, just like... Two pieces of bread, totally within my carb limits. 
roast beef lettuce mayo. That was it. And even if you're thinking the bread was a lot, it wouldn't have shot it up that much. It was one ninety nine. That means this is four hours after I ate lunch. My blood sugar was one ninety nine. That's fucking ridiculous. That's like that means it was so much higher. So I'm on the phone with Jay, but I can't listen to him. I can't. The anxiety is so high because I'm like, why is my blood sugar so fucking high? So I don't listen. I tell him, I go, look, I, I got to look into this. So a simple Google search tells me that the steroid they put me on from this diagnosis causes dramatic spikes in your blood sugar. So once I know that, then I'm like, okay, well, that's just it. You know, I have a dramatic spike in my blood sugar. So I, uh, I just was like, all right, well, just had to be extra careful. So that night I didn't have any carbs whatsoever. I had, a, I had dinner, I had a very nice dinner, but just zero carbs. And then yesterday morning I wake up and my blood sugar, I, oh, by the way, I wrote, I have a diabetes doctor. And I wrote to her and said, listen, this is what's happening. Please get back to me ASAP. So in the morning, I take my blood sugar. And it is not only back to normal. It is like probably some of the best blood sugar I've had in six weeks. You know? And I'm like, whoa. All right. Well, there we go. I guess problem solved. You know? And she calls back and she says, oh, no, it's, she talks to me. She says, 100% the steroids. She says, in fact, I'll be honest with you, I'm surprised it wasn't higher. A lot of people that I know that go on this prednisone, they're in the three and 400, which, by the way, guys, is very, very dangerous. Very. I mean, that is like maybe consider going to the hospital dangerous. All right. So she goes, so and she goes, I'm surprised that he would even came back down that quickly. And what's funny is I took my blood sugar this morning. So she said, expect, it's just the way the steroid works. You're taking it in the morning. Expect it to be really high in the evening. That's just the way it's going to be. So sure enough, yesterday I was a very good boy, even an extra better good boy yesterday. And now that I was expecting it, I took my blood sugar in the evening and it was 189. Still very, very, very high, but I knew that's because of the steroid. So, again, woke up this morning, great blood sugar, fantastic blood sugar. Uh, but I know when I take my blood in about an hour and a half, it's 4.30 now here on a Wednesday, a cloudy Wednesday here in Southern California, it's going to be very high, even though I was a very good boy at uh, lunch and a very good boy at breakfast. Oh, that's what I was talking about. So I went to go get my diet. So I was before the... the um, the diagnosis. I was looking into like just, you know, what what should I be eating? What should diabetics be eating and whatnot? <clears throat> and um I uh saw that, 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 that you know nobody will tell you on a website how to figure it out. They said you have to work with your doctor and a nutritionist and blah 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 blah. But they said the typical person should have like forty five grams of carbs per meal. For a diabetic, right? Um, I think it's more for a person who's not. And um, 
So I, they said, here's an example of breakfast. And it was like three eggs, two pieces of whole wheat toast and a fruit. And I was like, oh my God, that would be like, not only an elaborate breakfast, but I would be like more than happy with that breakfast, right? But we don't have whole wheat bread in this house. So I went to Sprouts and bought a whole wheat, uh, a loaf of whole wheat bread. It was very good. I had it with breakfast. And my go-to sort of healthy omelet, I just don't want to plant, even though I'm, I'm perfectly, I'm really good. At scram- I'm really good at eggs. I'm just really good at everything, to be honest with you, in terms of cooking. But I read once, if you there's a whole book by Michael Ruhlman about eggs, because his whole thing is if you can be good at eggs, you can be good at anything in cooking. Not just and, and that, that means using eggs in all its different forms, right? And um, so I'm just I just really obsessed on scrambled eggs and fried egg, breakfast eggs, so to speak. And so like I make a fantastic scrambled eggs. But uh, lately I've been sort of in love with a you know sautéed spinach and feta cheese scramble. So that with uh, two pieces of whole wheat toast. That's, that's what I, I didn't even have the fruit this morning, and uh, it was fantastic. And then after that, we had that breakfast, and I had some tea. I went to Target. Oh, but I didn't tell you my story. So I went to Target yesterday, actually. I had to go to Target yesterday for a couple of things I had to pick up. I don't think terribly anything. Oh, oh, I know what it was. No, it's actually part of why I went to Target today. Different Target. They're, it's called, I'm actually holding them in my hand. They're called Kleenex hand towels. They're towels that you just sort of put in your bathroom <clears throat> on the towel bar. And they come out and then you just, it's almost like they're disposable hand towels. Okay. And I've been using them for years. For years I've been using them. Um, and even in the early days of the pandemic, and even through a lot of the pandemic, they were always available because they weren't paper towels. They're just towels for drying your hands. But I don't know why, at the local Target, they are a hot commodity. In fact, to the point when they're in stock, you could only buy one box. I have a theory as to why, but... I don't want to get into it here. But you can only buy one box. And I was like, Ugh. but my parents live, there's a city, the next city over, once you go through these little twists and turns, is kind of a lower income city, but there's a target right on the edge of that city and my parents' city. So I'm, I'm going to go to that target. I bet you they have a ton of them. Sure enough, uh, they have these boxes and because I, when I went yesterday to Target, nothing. You couldn't get anything. There was nothing there of this Kleenex hand towels. Nothing. They had the sign that you could only buy one, but there were none. There were so many at this uh, Target in Pomona that I kept knocking them over when I was trying to pick the ones to put in my basket because there's so many. So I um, bought the I bought two boxes. I, there, trust me, there were like 20 boxes still there. I wasn't hoarding. I bought two boxes. This will last me a few months, and then hopefully by the time I need to go for more, there's still I know where to go anyway. If I go to my local Target, I see what I'll buy another box. I just want to always have them. I, I use them all the time when I wash my hands. But um, also when I went to the one from I just had some – so today I just had some sundry. I don't know why I didn't realize it yesterday, but I did, I did – I took stock of the things that I need and I went and bought shampoo and body soap and uh, – what do I have? I bought some trash cans. I don't know why and eye drops and all kinds of things. Trash bags, trash cans. 
So, but the weirdness story was from yesterday. So when I went yesterday, I was only going for um, the trap for the um, original hand towels that they didn't have, and something else. I don't remember what it was. But when I was walking in, there were all these young men. I would say in their early to mid twenties, ranging from that to the mid thirties. And I'm going to say a swarm of them. I'm going to say like 30 of them milling around the front of the Target. To the point where I was like, why? What is going on? Why are they milling in front of the Target? So when I walk in, there's a Target employee standing right there. And he goes, hi, welcome to Target. And I go, hey, what's the deal with those guys standing in front of the Target? And he's like, ugh. They're card collectors. And today's the day we get a delivery of these trading cards that they want. And they show up every week and they wait there. They've been here since 8 in the morning. By the way, I want you to know it's like 2 p.m. And the, the guy's like, they've been there since 8 in the morning. And uh, they harass the vendor. They're waiting for the vendor to arrive and they harass him. And they come in here and they're super rude and they buy up all the cards. We're sold out. As soon as that guy shows up, we're sold out. And um, that... Um, he, and then so he go. sorry, one of the things you should know is that I'm going to be, for a while during this affliction, I'll be like, I already lose my train of thought anyway, but it's even worsened with this. And he says that they harass the employees and they're awful and everyone hates them. And he said the worst part is, too, is that kids who act, because oh, he says these guys are resellers. So they buy the packs and then they resell them for hundreds of dollars, I don't know, a lot of money on eBay. Or these other sites, they sell them. And um, he said kids come in. I think, they're, I think they're Pokemon cards. He said they were Pokemon cards. Kids come in to buy these cards. And there's no cards. They never have any cards for the kids. And the kids are always just super disappointed because these douchebags come and buy them up. I mean, I, I, I struggle with this. Cause, I mean, it is a free market. And I sort of appreciate that at least... They're going there and buying it. The, the reason I talk about this is, if, if you guys don't know, if you guys remember, this is, you can go back to an old, this Joe Batanz, go to the, the beginning of the pandemic, it's in that area, where the day, I can tell you, it's the day Animal Crossing came out. Whatever day Animal Crossing came out, I was finally convinced by the afterthoughts and Taylor to buy a Switch. And so... I was looking for Switch, Nintendo Switches by my house, and they were all sold out at Best Buy and everywhere, but there were, like, they said that the, there was a Target, like, 10 miles away that had them. I'm not going to tell the whole story here, but I, I, I really do think, to this day, I got the last Nintendo Switch in Southern California for the length of the pandemic. Because I was the only one in Southern California who just happened to be 10 miles by my house. And there's a whole story, and go listen to it. So... The reason there was a shortage that can go into it was Nintendo didn't, you know, they didn't know this was going to happen and people wanted to switch and Animal Crossing this, Animal Crossing that. But anytime it was restocked, there were these bots that were buying up the stock and like before anyone could ever get it, they were buying the stock up online and then reselling it for $500 on these resale sites. So at least what I'll say is it's they're not bots, you know, they're actual people going to the store. It's just kind of douchey. That's what I'll say. It's kind of douchey. So, 
That's my two cents on that. Um, so that was Target yesterday. You know, yesterday, you know, I was adjusting to life, as it were. Um, and uh, and then the tea was at four, and I think I was on the phone a lot with people, and I'm noticing that if I talk for any length of time, I, my my face starts to get tired, and it becomes harder to talk. Even now, it's not hard, but I'm having to concentrate a lot more to sound normal or to enunciate words, and there are certain words that are harder to say, and I think I'm going to start conserving my energy and how much I talk. I will say, though, I've been very excited to see on the Discord, you know, I I, I, I was feeling badly because all these people would come into general and it would say, well, you know, the, the, uh, the bot that um, Humble Pie has welcoming them would say, welcome this person, and then that would be it. And I'm like, nothing, whatever happened to those people? So I started doing this little thing where I was like, welcome, and then this guy named Bentley Chase, I think it says here, came, and I said, you know, I should ask each of them to tell us a little bit, if they want to, to tell us a little bit about themselves. And it started this amazing thing. If you have not done it yet, even though I see most of you have done it, I'm looking here uh, in the room right now, um, if you haven't done it, please go do it. It's even people who I thought I knew, even people who I thought I knew, you know, like Lauren S and SDC and, um, uh, I can't remember who else. Um, everybody actually, to be honest, every, I'll be honest with you. Every single person that I've seen, I've learned something about them, you know, Something that I didn't know before. There hasn't been someone who hasn't surprised me. And it's it's weird to... And I know it sounds so douchey to say. But I just know you guys by your usernames for most of you. And uh, and so I don't know the whole backstory. I know little things that I... Like I knew SDC was Canadian, for instance. And I knew those were her initials. But I never knew she was a dressmaker. And that she owned a dressmaking kind of business. Uh, I knew she did something with teaching. It was interesting to see how long you guys have been watching Drag Race. Um, I get to see, like, for instance, I always, I never knew that Let's Get This Roast to Cooking, her name was Poppy. I didn't know Travi Cosmos used to work in finance. You know, like, it's all this really, really interesting stuff. Please always share more information as much as you're comfortable with. It's so interesting to me. I've been reading the... Um, the little stories there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to see what everybody says. It's so fascinating to learn about everybody. And uh, it's been amazing. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, like there's a whole, like it's, it's happening right now where Deckhead and Nami Harder have a whole like joke thing going about how <laughs> Nami's his landlord. It's a whole, you have to go into the thing and read it. But um yeah, it's it's please if you if if you're listening to this, go into the Discord, the general channel. If you're not on, if, well, if you're on Discord, and uh, go and share and read other people's stories, but also share a little bit about yourself. It's so so interesting. I don't know if I talked about this publicly. I think I did, but uh, it's going to happen soon. Where I want to do my uh, Blathers Museum of Fine Arts of my movie posters. And not only that, I'm going to put my magic posters, I'm going to put the ones for sale, the ones not for sale, but also I'm going to put um, a section in Blathers 
of Museum of Fine Arts where um, people can post their own artwork that they have in their house. I like, this, I, like, I like to learn about you guys. I'm actually naturally interested in all of you. By the way, we're running out of time soon, but I will tell you, I've gotten a flurry of private messages from you guys and from uh, personal friends who listen to these shows to tell me why or why I shouldn't, why I should or shouldn't work for a Starbucks or a coffee house. I think what I keep finding myself repeating to people is I don't need the money. And what this is my point is because I don't need the money and I'm doing it for pure socialization is either if it's so bad, I will just quit worry free or it may not bother me at all. Cause I'll be like, fuck this. I don't even need this job. I don't care what fucking Cheryl said, you know, who cares? It won't, it won't, it, because I don't need the job and know that I can quit anytime I want. I'll be like, oh, fuck you, Cheryl, whatever. I don't care. I don't need this job. And then I won't care. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Hopefully my uh, strength is a little better. Right here on this show of a chance. Right here on After Thought Media. Yourself.